It's Tom from the Talker Chip Podcast, man. Coach T, we back episode three. Lions, baby. Rock. They're coming at you. The Lions. This one right here, man. This one going to be a dope one, man. A lot of energy in this one. A lot of energy displayed in the Lions episode. Coach T, man. Talk to us about it, bro. Let's get into hey. it. This is the recap show for Snowfall. Hey, man. It's funny. You already know the easy, the easy tie-in when you get to Lions. You know, we got a young single, and, you know, we got the daddy showing you the ropes, and then you got Scar, man, person who want to take everything. Also, I made a couple references before, but now they make more sense. We got a lot of we got a lot of characters from All American that crossed over to <laughs> that crossed over to uh to Snowfall, you know. Yeah. You got a you yeah. got a young lion with what hey, he, he was you know, he went to the club, he made it rain on him, you know. And then <laughs> and then you see I wanna take over the title, you know, because you got a guy, he lost his daughter. You know, he's emotional about it. He lost his he lost his ex wife or, you know, baby mama, I don't know if they're married or not. And, you know, he they see him slipping. So he sees it as a way, hey, y'all didn't drop the prices. We gotta go back and tell him, Hey, look, y'all didn't drop the price. The price the price is still a thousand dollars more. You know, I gotta go back it's and tell return. him. It's you know. Return. So so you you talking about you talking about the return of the crazy ass scully, right? <laughs> yeah, Scully. Scully's back, baby. Scully's back in episode three, baby. You know, mm-hmm. somebody who, you know, some like I said, now you got to come back and test those commitments, you know. And so, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna let you do the the better recap, but but it's definitely uh, you know, they 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 went from episode two to show you some of the commitments, show you the different, you know, feelings and thoughts to to uh, you know. Hey, now we're gonna get back to the action. This is this was a definitely an action action episode. So go ahead, brother. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, man. It, well, we had we had we had the uh the arrangement, which was gray. Uh, uh it was it was the uh the arrangement between Franklin and the previous plug that he was working with before Teddy came back on the scene. And he's trying to figure out Franklin that is where that man at? What happened to him? What happened to the what happened to the plug? Cause re, uh, excuse me, Teddy ain't telling him everything. He's he just said in the closing scenes of commitment episode two, he said for now, you know, you're dealing with me again. Everything's going through me. So it's him and Gustavo, Teddy that is, that's back in business. So they got the dope coming from Mexico. They putting it in Franklin's hands, and Franklin is the distributor. But he's weirded out because Teddy, that is, because now he's like, how you became the third-party distributor? Because Franklin is outsourcing everything to everyone else. So he's the plug for the hood, quote-unquote, but he's not the kingpin as far as the face and the movement of the dope, because Franklin Savoir Fair, man, he don't switch up the game. He out here sipping champagne, flying planes, entertaining himself with his uh, fiance, uh, who's now 
expecting a child from Franklin. And Franklin is living a good life, man. He, he got a nice pad overlooking uh, L.A. And, and, and in, he's enjoying the fruits of the hard work and the labor of being a street pharmacist. So we, we're we there. And now the people who are the middlemen who are actually putting in all the work, that's Auntie, Auntie Louie and Jerome, more specifically, they having some problems down there in that pit in them streets because they having to make deals on deals on deals in order for them to get their little cut and they percentages that they need or that they expected when they chose to not work directly for little cuz no more, Franklin that is. So that's where that's where we at with episode three. Let's talk. Talk about it, T. Oh man, so yeah, it was fun. It was, it was great to see. You know, one thing I like though is his fiance, his fiance, asked asked him uh, a few questions because you know Franklin started to tell him that Reed or you know Teddy is back in the game. She's like, well, so when did that happen? He's like, oh, last night, you know, and so. She said, you know, well, what do you think? And he says a few things. And she says, well, no, that's what you feel. I want to know what you think. <laughs> so I really like I really like that they have that exchange and that, you know, he – he. but one thing, he still – it shows that he's still leery because he's sharing, but he's not, he's not being 100, you know. He's sharing part of what he – what he is is going through, but not everything. He's being very guarded, you know. Uh, and, you know, and we seen early. He asked her, you know, can I trust you? You know, you know, are we are we one? Or you know, he's like everybody who I trust in the past, they betrayed. You know, so basically, you know, she tell him like, you know, yeah, what you feel isn't isn't what you think. And a lot of times, when we're dealing with others, that's what they'll do. They'll tell you what they're thinking, but not what they feel. Or they tell you what they feel, but not what they think. You know, so they're not giving you a true, not giving you a true one hundred. You know, it's a business slave because uh, so when we say kingpin, you know, Franklin's running the operation, but you know, as as we said in the past, some CEOs have elected to point out the fact that these drug guys out here in the streets. Are they equivalent of who they are as CEOs, chief operating officers, or executive officers uh, running corporations? So Franklin has to run the business like a legitimate business and not show his full hand because if he does, that's signs of vulnerability that could come back and, uh, you know, offer some, some, some repercussion to him that could ultimately cost him his life, which we saw in episode, excuse me, in season four. Season four, he played his hands, man. He played that little, I got a limp, that little gimp, that little gimp motion throughout the entire season, only to to to, to shine on us at the end of season four and drop that cane and walk out of there like, man, ain't shit wrong with me, man. I'm good over here. I was just, just making y'all believe or having y'all think one way about me. So that's how he has to do. And at the end of the day, 
he understands the game is very simple. Trust no man. Go ahead, bro. But, but as as your boy uh, Scully, he was playing possum. Yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't play possum too long against the same predator, or the predator could figure out you playing possum. That's what's going to give you that knowledge. Also, I like that, you know, once once they took the young, the, the you know, you know how lines are. You once you got a young line, you know, they want to take out the old line, you know, so they so they to get all the fruit. So you had a young line. I forgot what his name was. Is the guy from All American? One of the people that, uh, <laughs> uh, one of the people that was the antagonist of the show. Mm-hmm. In all American, is is one of the young lions you see in Scully's operation. So he sees his opportunity. He sees his opportunity because Scully wants to go back and talk to his daughter. He tries to go to a soothsayer, and he's like, "Look, this y'all opportunity knock him off. He's gonna be by himself. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can go ahead and do, get a come up. You know." So wait, 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 wait. Hold up one second, right there. Let's talk about that right there. <laughs> Hey, Sakpase, Sakpase, man. Shout out to all of the Haitians out there, man. Y'all Haitians, y'all Haitians, my brethren, have been able to really infiltrate Hollywood ever since uh, Will Smith and Bad Boys, for the most part, where there's been a reputation that has come about. Hey, you forgot about something in the rainbow, but go ahead. Well, yeah. Well, see, Serpent in the Rainbow is something that you and I, we could talk about it very easily off the top of the head. That was uh, Paul, uh, I forgot his last name, but he was uh, the guy who owned Building in 227 back in the days. He was the lead guy in there. Um, anyways, I'm not going to shift over to that, but like I said, the, the Haitian representation, salute to y'all, man, for really stepping up for really bringing the culture forward. Unfortunately, I'm sorry that it's depicted in such a negative light oftentimes. Um, but I was just like, hey, man, they got Haitians out in Cali back in the 80s. That's the first thing I thought when I seen when I seen the lady come to the door uh, when Louie met her with the stack of money trying to get in there and, uh, and, 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 and beat Scully to the punch as far as getting to that particular location so that they can set up to do what they were going to do um, next. But yeah, man, the Zoles, Sakpa say the Haitians, 1804, all y'all good folks out there, man. Juve, man, keep pushing, pushing the art, pushing the culture, man. Yeah, it was, it was awesome to see that. Uh, you know, Black is black for me, uh, but Haitians are, are definitely a part of our history. Uh, one of my favorite video games ever is Assassin's Creed uh, Freedom Cry. It was an add-on to Assassin's Creed 4. And, man, it's a lot of culture and history we we, we lost in that, you know, because they were definitely uh, – they are definitely uh, people to deal with. You know, during the, during the times of slavery and just going through different uh, government uh, changes and different things like that. But, yeah, the the stories from Haiti, 
the stories from, you know, a lot of other blacks haven't been told enough. And yeah, I was very, yeah, that was early eighties, man. So it was awesome to see, you know, the Haitian migration to the West, you know, cause you don't, mostly Haitians are on the East coast. You don't, you don't really equate Haitians being in California, you know, uh, Canada, you know, where a lot of French is spoken, uh, you don't really equate them being on the West Coast, you know. Um, and I definitely know a lot of Haitians that are on, you know, in California and uh, Washington State. So it's it's good that they, you know, you you get to see a little bit of of a uh, little Haiti in California. Um, so yeah, definitely something to expand on. I'm glad you noted that. And uh, let's, yeah. let's explore something real quick, though, man. Let's explore this, right? You know. Let's explore the conflict of the Christianity versus the voodoo. Because Scully <laughs> always quoting the Bible, baby, but he's yeah. going over to the Sioux lady, dentist, child, baby, to go to go to go get to go get that uh that extra prayer and covering for all of the wrongdoing that he's doing out there in the streets. So let's 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 talk about the conflict in Scully, where you know he's on one hand this 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 praying guy, and on another on another note, some would say he's going over and seeking evil, you know, for his for his covering. Yeah, man, because you know if you if you believe in anything biblical. You already know, like you're not supposed to, uh, you're not supposed to go to soothsayers or you know people that can talk to the spirits or anything on that. Like the only, the only spirits you need is the Holy Spirit. You know, you say your prayers, you talk to God, and go on from there. So, you know, it's definitely, like I say, even in the, uh, I think the whole episode, you know, you see the commitments, but you also see where, hey, this is where I got to buck the system to do what I need to do to to, to exist. And that's what I think the episode is about, you know, like, yeah, I made my commitments or I honor these different things, but here, hey, these are the different ways I'm going to pivot. Serving two gods, serving two gods. You can't serve two gods. Honor thy God. And that is one. Uh, We're seeing a conflicting soul of an individual who his girlfriend was murdered. His child was murdered as she was in the car riding around in season four, uh, remembering that she is the brother, she's the sister to Man Boy, who was on a massive hunt to try to break Franklin's operation up and end Franklin. And so in season four, there was a scene where there was a drive-by shooting. Oh, excuse me. They reckon they they pulled up and they recognized him and uh the guy pulled out and started unloading. Killed the daughter and uh injured the mom and the mother came back to seek vengeance and unfortunately uh she was killed as well, met met her uh her demise again. <laughs> what to say? You live by the gun, you die by the gun, and so that happened in uh, season four. 
and and here we have Scully out here, who's now praying for his revenge, but also praying for his covering and his blessings, uh, asking the Lord to cover him, knowing that he does wrong. But that's crazy, man. I it, it's crazy seeing the Sioux ladies influence, but ultimately what happened in the house was kind of crazy too because here it is it was a it was a it was it was a it was a climactic scene which they switched over they transitioned where they walked out on scully got him at gunpoint after they paid the lady to get into the house and beat him to the punch yeah, and so now they flipped the page they flipped the page on the guy who was trying to set scully up ultimately serving him up to Scully. And then Scully then turns and says to Louie and and Jerome, who were the ones that were actually uh, 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 carrying this out, he was like, man, that's that's, that's that, that honor. That's that loyalty that he found respect in them for being loyal and not killing him when they also had an opportunity in season four to off Scully and uh, it ended in the hospital scene where Scully survived being shot by uh, I can't remember who shot Scully in, 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 in four but I, I definitely know Scully, Scully got shot up and almost had the ability to take Louie out in the hospital which he, he obviously passed out he didn't die like most thought he passed out in the hospital as Jerome was walking up behind him where he could have easily got to that lady and took her out and there would be no aunt. But let's keep it rolling, yeah. bro. Yeah, it would have been no honor at all. You know, they had them set up. They had the ambush already in place and all those different things. But, you know, you see later on when they go back to talk to Franklin, they say, yeah, we handled everything. And and we ain't even you know, it was no bloodshed. You know bloodshed. whatever blood whatever bloodshed happened, you know, that was within his organization. So now not only did we handle it, but nothing can nothing can come back and follow us. All ends, you know, everything, you know, all ends are sold up. Nothing can come back and hurt us. You know what I mean? There ain't, ain't no ain't no murder out there that we gotta contend with, you know. Like we dealt with it. We dealt with it in a great way. We built rapport with somebody who's going to buy from us now, you know, and at least that buys some more time before they try to take, you know, take us out, take out the middleman again. You know, we we bought, we got respect, you know, we bought some time. And like I said, it, it was the, uh, the one guy in his organization, I can't remember his name right now, but he was one of the antagonists in All-American against Spencer James. You know, he was one of those people always talking trash. I think yeah. they call him Mano. I think he, I think he was called Mano in this in this in his short lived stint on on uh, season five. Uh, he came into play in episode three, and he didn't make it past the, the second scene. Yeah, you know. Well, well, I say the third scene because he got a second scene to himself in the strip club. Yeah, yeah. But one thing I like, you notice the lady they sent to the strip club. Like they said, it was basically on the Franklin's payroll, and they loyal to who they get paid from. Well, but man, she said 
She said one of my favorite quotes from one of the best groups ever, Outcast. When when Louis stepped to her at the school, she was taking she was taking the kids to the school. Louis gave her kids lollipops, and then they had a conversation because they, you know, at first she thought it was going to be some beef, and she was like, "No, I want you to go out and do a little mission for me, you know, just kind of fill out, you know, where Mano's head is at, you know, see if we can pump them up, you know, to take over the spot, which they're leading you to think." okay, they're going to put the young line in place now. They're going to take the old line out, put the young line in there, you know. Right, but right. One, of the, one of the strippers said, well, hey, you know, you you can't gamble feeding babies on that dope money. Might not always be sufficient. I was like, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we go, now we get an American spin on, you know, we get the American influence, you know, even though they all the way in California. You know they went big to boy. they went to the three outcast. stacks, big boy, big yeah. boy, big boy and outcast man, three stacks. You know they gave a lot of respect, a lot of love all the way out there in California, and yep. like I say, it's a lot of people that's recasted now. You know, like a lot of the casting all American is recasted um, over there. You know, even got D Ray. You know, you got D Ray from Wilding Out show that started over in the West Coast. You know, so yeah, you know the main character. Probably well deserved, you know, got his role. But there is a lot of West Coast actors, you know. Now that I've gone back and done a little bit more research, there's a lot of West Coast actors in the show, you know. And let's break, let's yeah. break it down, right? So, so now you breaking down that point, and we talking about. Uh, let me jump on this with you. Give me one second here, with uh, the D Ray situation. So. A little, a little spoiler alert, right? You know, like I said in the second podcast episode of the recap shows on commitment, Franklin says to D-Ray, who is Peaches, he says to Peaches, man, get on out of here, man. Go take care of yourself, man, whatever you got, because you got the sniffles or whatever the case may be. And so... D-Ray, or excuse me, Peaches walks t- towards him, and he's trying to walk out. And so he said, <laughs> he's like, man, don't touch me, man. Get out of here, you know, in, in a in a playful type of way. But, yeah, he goes to shake his hand. He's like, I don't, I don't want what you got, man. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. And so. Because keeps saying, yeah, I, I keep getting a little summer, summer sniffles, man, summer fruit. He's like, what? But, you know, it goes on. Right, so uh, so I'm so this this is my opinion. This is this hasn't been proven, but this is my opinion. You know, the timeline for this is we're going uh, around 1986, uh, where they started off at in uh, episode one with the uh, overdosing of Lynn Bias, and so um, I'm 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 also uh, excuse me one second here, one second. So with 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 peaches having the sniffles like that, I'm thinking because of the timeline, right? One of the most noted deaths in Hollywood that came about to a white or Caucasian actor that has to that has that has any uh ties to HIV and AIDS is Rock Hudson. Rock Hudson uh died in 1985 and it was a big thing man at the time when rock hudson died because they was 
you know, it's 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 kind of like uh, it's kind of like the Rona, you know, or, or Hovid. I don't I don't call it the original name because I don't want no back no no back no no backlash from it. But y'all get where I'm coming from, man. And um, at the time when we started hearing about HIV and AIDS. At least for me, I was a kid at that point. I was like, what the heck is that? But Rock Hudson uh, died from the uh, immune system issues that he uh, suffered through AIDS-related illnesses on October 2nd, 1985. So if we're in 1986 and Peaches is sniffling like that, he doesn't show any signs of using drugs, quote-unquote, He's the muscle for Franklin. He's his bodyguard. I can only assume that this is going to be a way that they're going to uh, introduce or bring up this HIV or the awareness of it in the show. What do you think? I think that's why they made the such a poor choice of the Lynn bias, because now moving forward, as you stated, and, I, and, I, and I'm glad we're on the same wavelength with that, man. I love the way your mind works. That's yeah. where they're going to tie in Matt, Magic Johnson <laughs> hmm. with the HIV. You know, Peaches had the Magic Johnson disease, you know, which hmm. not very far off. You know, I think it was like 91. Magic Johnson came out and announced that he had HIV. So that's where, you know, now they're giving you a little brief, you know, little introduction. And then they'll probably go full force before the show, you know, before the show's out. Because, like you say, we're already in 1986. You know. Yep. And and then so. Yeah. Well, my bad. So you got so you got syringe use. Typically, is the sharing of of, of way blood is 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 transferred, and then uh, you have homosexual activities that was that was heavily, heavily uh, blamed as the contributing cause of HIV in the 80s. So I'm curious now, man, for everybody who's listening, man, are they going to try to put a spin on Peach's character and say that he gay and he got the AIDS? I was hoping that he was a closet drug user, but we've never seen that. And that's why he had such a huge reaction when um, – when Franklin killed uh, Rob, you know, when he shot him, when he was looking, you know, because it, it definitely it showed that he, you know, it, it, Peaches was caught off guard when yeah, when, when he when he shot, you know, and even um even the um even the uh Jerome and and the aunt were like, he, he's like, what's what's you know, they were asking about Rob, and he's like, oh, Rob is out. Yeah. And hey, so, man, even, even Michael Corleone, even Michael Corleone had to pick that that tool up at some point. <laughs> hey, well, you know, but he gave he gave Fredo a chance. Remember, he just kissed him. They say, hey, don't you ever do it again? And Fredo did it again anyway. But uh, yeah, Mike, but, but Michael went in after yeah. that restaurant, and we talking about yeah. we talking about Godfather. You know, that would be De Niro. Yeah. And, and and Michael Michael went behind the toilet and grabbed that snub thirty eight and. Ah, so yeah, anything's possible, man. When and this is and this is what I learned, man. I'm gonna give y'all something, man. I I I don't know if I said it before, but I'm gonna say it again. So one of my guys out there, man. Shout out to my Shot Time Connect, man. All I'm gonna say is Zo, and I ain't talking about uh Mellow Brother. 
But uh, Zoe, Zoe said to me, man, listen, man, when you call yourself a dope boy or a D-boy, you ain't no dope boy if you ain't willing to die for it out here, man. Rob, steal, kill, shoot, whatever it takes. Once you declare yourself a dope boy, hey, ain't no turning back, man. You got blood on yep. your hands no matter what. What did what what Eminem and them tell you way back in the world? Excuse me. Eminem bought it back. It was a New York thing. But New, Eminem bought it back in 8 Mile. Ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Scared to death. You, you in, you in. It's all in. Ain't no halfway. You know what I mean? So, you know, one thing, you know, towards the end, Franklin tell him, like, look, I'm willing to do whatever to keep everything tight. You don't want to fall back under me. You don't want to fall back under management. You want to go and do your own thing. You do your own thing. But if it lead me to have to do something I don't want to do, just know I'm prepared to do it. Right. So, you know, he letting them know. Stay off the phone. But I hope they don't bring in the little gay thing. We don't really have too much of the gay things. You know, you, you, you do got Louie. You know that you know when the show started off, she was she was a uh, she was bi- uh, bisexual. You haven't really well, had. We gonna go, we gonna put a bit out there then. We are gonna put a little bit. It's no wager, no no money. Y'all ain't gonna be able to bet on this thing. But if y'all running with us, man, uh, I'm a bet. I'm a bet. I will bet. You know, I'm going to. I'm gonna be for. You can be against. So I'm going to bet that somehow. Some way, look, uh, Peaches, with a name like Peaches, now that I think about it, they call him the man Peaches. That's why he, he Peaches. Got bra- he got braids in his hair. Yeah. because yeah, uh, so, so I'm I'm assuming that that is a code for he's sweet. And mm-hmm. now now we're now we trying to analyze the, uh, the, the sniffle situation. I'm going to go out there, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if, he just turns out to be somewhat a homosexual character that ultimately probably won't get killed by a gun in the series. He's is probably gonna come to light that he has to seek medical attention and may wind up getting so sick and dying in the hospital from HIV. I'm gonna say he's the easy E of the show. Um, no, no I can't disagree. Either I can't disagree. You never, you never seen him. Almost everybody else has had some type of sexual relationship, whether it be good for them, bad for them, whatever. Teddy, everybody. He's like one of the only ones you never seen him pursue a woman or a woman pursue him or a dude. They they kept his sexual part quiet. So that is definitely a strong. That is definitely a strong possibility, and it was awesome foreshadowing by you. <laughs> um, but you know who knows? You know, I was I was hoping because he also makes a statement to Franklin like they're moving the money towards the end of the episode, and he's like, man, he's like, oh, you know, Franklin kind of joking on like, don't you begin no ideas now because they got stacks of money on the shelf, you know, wrapped up, and uh. He's like, listen, I love money, but I love my life more than money. I don't want y'all to kill me. That, you that, know? that is true. That is that yeah. was a 
So that was a profound statement by Peaches. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So why all of a sudden would you make a statement like that? And it was also after, you know, it was also after Franklin, you know, kind of has his argument. I can't remember was it before or after. I think it was after Franklin has his argument with uh, with the aunt and the uncle. Yeah. So. I, I'm, and, and that's that's the thing, right? So it so it peaches, and and, I, and I'm, I'm not gonna hang on to it long, but you know, just just in the part what you said, just just breaking that part down. So, where do you find someone who can who actually sees this much money and really has no amazement? It's no, it's it's not exciting to him. You know, they said I think his background is he was uh he's a he's he's family, and he participated in the military. So I'm assuming that I'm assuming that he's been overseas to some capacity uh, to warlike situations. I I, I mean I, they're not showing pieces in a likeness that he would have been in Vietnam. Still looks too young. You know, they never, you know, implied that part of it, even though Franklin's father was affiliated with the Black Panthers. Uh, so, you know, is 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 unique. It's unique, man. But, you know, like you said, now Frank, you know, moving along to Franklin, man. Franklin, Franklin is putting his foot down now because Reed has Franklin back against the wall. Franklin is trying to cut this thing so that, the money continues to stack the way that he wants it to stack. He had already asked for a price cut from the other guy. What's his name? Harry or Gray? I can't remember what his name was. The guy that got, that got taken out by uh, Teddy. His name was Grady. Grady, 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 Grady. Okay, Grady, yeah. So, so Frank asked for a price cut from him. Teddy didn't want to honor it. Now he gets to Teddy. Now let's get to this. Let's get to the meat of this thing, man. Let's switch it up. Franklin is trying to trying to put his finger on things and figure this whole thing out, man. So he has a sit down with Teddy. He wants to really know what happened to Grady, but that doesn't come out. And now he switches it up, man. What happened to his father? So they already are making it seem as though Franklin is already aware that his father is deceased. You know, even though we haven't gotten an opportunity to see a playback reel or a flashback of anything of the sort, other than what we saw last year of uh, Teddy sneaking up behind him in the last episode of season four. So I, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be pretty intrigued to find out who actually killed Alton, who was Franklin's father, and if it wasn't Teddy. Um, it, you know, it's definitely going to make the show have a little twist and turn. But, you know, Franklin Franklin talked to Gustavo, asked him what was going on when he was picking up a drop that he ultimately took to, to his uh, his uh, family, Louis and Jerome. But in that pickup, it, it dawned on Franklin. He got a hunch of what was going down. And so he was like, man, why are we out here? And it dawned on Franklin, you know, that now, honestly, he's the ops. He is Teddy Ops at this point, man. So Teddy already explained things to him and what he was seeing, what was going on with the fam. So 
So Franklin put his foot down, man. And he's like, yo, what it is? This is going to be after Jerome told him to be direct with his aunt and ask him what does she want because they can't continue to do business like that. It's, it's going to be too costly financially. So let's try to wrap our heads around this as we get ready to close out. Episode three of Lions. Go ahead, my guy. Well, one thing I like is, you know, he said some things to Louis. He said, look, you're trying to outsmart me. Like, we need to come together where we could be in a collective. Because a lot of things, you know, you think you know, you don't know, you know. You know, and they're going back and forth about Teddy. So, Franklin also, you can see he outsmarted Reed because Reed tried to bring in that location. He even asked Gustavo, like, why are we here, you know? And he he knows, you know, in the middle of him about to ask Gustavo, you know, because Gustavo always kept it 100 with him. He was asking Gustavo, like, you know, what 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 happened to what happened to Grace, you know? And he's in the, he was about to go talk some trash about Teddy, and then he then all of a sudden he stopped and started praising him. But it kind of seems like Teddy knows, like somehow that Franklin knows that he's listening as well. Why you tell so, man? He knew he, yeah. he kind of yeah. he was white. Yeah, 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 right. But but Teddy. But Teddy also knows he knows he figured it out. So Teddy is starting to fear Franklin more because Teddy's like, damn, he's he's more advanced than I thought he was. And also when Franklin bought him the coffee, Franklin, one thing, Teddy drank the coffee. <laughs> so just how just like how just how Teddy took out your boy with the wine. <laughs> You know, Franklin could get his ass. But yeah, Franklin Franklin was basically asking him questions. He wanted to see, okay, I know you're lying to me. But I'm gonna just ask you some things so I can know the baseline of when you tell him the truth and when you lie, you know. And Franklin tried to rattle Teddy, but Teddy was already ready with the answers, you know. He's like, Oh Mo, maybe he's in maybe he's in jail. Maybe they're doing this, maybe they're doing that, maybe they're torturing. So he even asked, Well, if he was this valuable of a person, why wouldn't they flip him? Like, why Why would they kill him, you know? And, you know, if you notice in the early episodes when he was talking about Grady, he said he says to Teddy, why are you talking about him in the past tense? So something that, something that Teddy said let Franklin know the truth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. Franklin is well, definitely a lot smarter than, he, than, he, than he's leading on. And it's basically something, you know, like a back and forth. And then what did Franklin tell him before they left? He's like, listen, you don't come to my house no more. Don't show up anywhere unexpected. Like, let me know when you're going to be wherever ahead of time. <laughs> well, see, check it, right? It's that, key, it's that key thing, right, what you're saying right now. You know, Franklin is a little smarter than what right. what, what, what he thought, right? Well, right. This, this is one thing that we got to examine about Franklin, right? That I that I that I almost forgot about. What? Uh, and this is a question to you first. First, first of all, what is the number one killer of men? <laughs> um, come on, yeah. women. Pussy. Yeah. 
Oh. Kitty, 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 kitty. Yeah. Exactly. Good old coochie. We going to switch it up on y'all. We ain't going to say the P word. You know what I'm saying? That ain't pimpish no more. So it's a coochie. You know? So, Franklin almost got taken out because of coochie in the, in the series, in, excuse me, in the series four. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Oops. Season four. He got so in love with the girl, got wrapped up with her, and not realizing she was sent by man boy. And she was, she almost got Franklin, man. She almost got him. And almost got him to take him out. And even with him trusting Mel to let Mel get so close to him after he had to, uh, unfortunately, take out her father. So now my question is, with Franklin and this young lady, do you think this young lady, given the looks that she's given, is going to be able to outwit Franklin and somehow put him in a predicament. It's definitely built. It's definitely building up to that. Yeah, she's thinking. But, you can see it on her face. But what has me thrown is when they got the. I guess they're getting the. He said he's going to go back and look over the paperwork because it, it went through for the most part yeah. with the property that mm-hmm. they drinking wine. She said she's pregnant. Right. <laughs> well, one glass, a day, one glass a day won't hurt you. One glass a day won't hurt you. She said she's supposed to be six to eight weeks alone. But she also she also said if if we had a baby or something like that. She didn't say when. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So well, that's why I say now I'll be noticing, hey, we you know, we did some on power of words, so I'll be listening. <laughs> yeah. Well and, and that's the key thing to the that's the key thing to the episodes, man, that people, you know, you gotta pay attention to that it's it's always something that is right in your face. And then you have to go back and play it, you know, like we were talking about, you know, the asset word um before. And and it's it's just one of those things now where it if this is the final season, because it's not official yet, but if this is the final season, you know they have to, it has to be well written. The the plot has to play out, because at the end of the day, right? One thing I'm gonna say about a series, man, y'all just gotta do better than HBO, because HBO is straight up, uh, 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 it's a letdown. It's like a sexual letdown. So for the woman, if you was about to climax and he got soft, or for the man, whatever, man, it was your wet dream got messed up. That's what most of HBO series, if not all of HBO series, end on a very pooty note. You know what I mean? So I'm hoping that this being on another network, FX that is, shout out to FX, that they don't let us down if this is the final season where it's so open-ended to the point where you just like, damn, that's how they're going to end it. You know, like, for example, Omar getting killed by a little kid after all of the work that he did in the wire. No, I mean, 
Stranger Bell yeah. getting taken out. Tony Soprano, uh, weird ending. It it it, it is just it's just a history of. And even the Game of Thrones for all those uh, Game of Thrones fans out there, man, big fans. Yeah, you stole, you stole all my comments. I was definitely gonna say Game of Thrones was a huge letdown. Man, and that was weak as hell. Now you got all the prequels. You're gonna you're gonna have a lot of shows looks like come out as prequels. Yeah, for both Game of Thrones and Sopranos, you know, because the, the endings were horrible. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man, give us your lasting words, man, and also give us a, a, a thought, right? And this is my question right here. So we're wrapping up season three, the Lion episode, me and Coach Terrence right now. Y'all can check for it. It's going to be available online shortly. Like it, share it, all that good stuff. Hit us up directly, indirectly for comments, um, uh, questions about the show. But my question to you is you give us closing words on the Coach T who do you what? think? Who do you think out of the people that are here now? If Franklin gets taken out, since he's the main character, if something happens to him, who could who could possibly wind up being picked for a spinoff? <laughs> a spinoff will. Oh, Louis! Damn, you think you think you think you think Auntie could survive the storm? She she can survive because they showed that she already did survive. She got shot, and she came back. Plus, they let they let you know in the last episode, whereas before she was basically like a sidekick to the to the uncle. Now she's seen the potential of money. She basically calling the shots. So, you know, because cause she said, you know, they start arguing. And then, just like he said, well, you talk you talk to your auntie, you know. She got a deeper auntie, story now. She definitely yeah. got a deeper story. I agree with you yeah, on that. Yeah, she got a deeper story. I mean, you can go all the way back in her pre-story because you don't really know, you know. She could, she you was working in the I think his name is Bucky. The, the, cop, the cop that they brought in is Hucky or Bucky. Yeah, yeah. Right. Plus, she was working in that club before she took it over, when they took it from the other lady. So, yeah, she if there was a spinoff, I don't think you've got enough with the uncle. Um, you don't have enough with the the wife because she just now came. I mean, the fiance because she just now came in the game. Uh, it, it's definitely gonna be, it's gonna be a fight between Teddy and um, Franklin. That's definitely coming, but also. Franklin got to have some beef with Gustavo because basically you don't know whatever, you don't know what um, Teddy has on Gustavo because why all of a sudden with Gustavo, you know, wear a wire, you know? So it's something else going on oh, with that I, as well. Well, I'm, well, we know what Teddy got on the Gustavo. Yeah. You remember, you, remember, you remember when they went back to Mexico and had that payback murder? They, yeah. they, killed, they killed police down there. Yeah. 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 But – Gustavo never been, he never betrayed Franklin. This is the first time, you know, basically he lied to Franklin, you know, yeah. like this. Normally they've been cool. Um, also, you know, also you see, you know, you didn't even see Peaches react to him say, you know, hey, 
I'm going to do whatever now, you know, because he already saw him kill Rob, and he didn't expect that. You know, he didn't expect a lot of things. So, you know, you definitely see was, a difference. But that, was, but that was Franklin's first kill, right? Yeah. And Peaches was there when they killed Man Boy, and Franklin yeah. didn't shoot him. The, right. the uncle shot him. So right. he, he, I hate to say it, but he had to get it out of his system. So yeah. now he wanted them officially. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Anything else to add before we close out uh, episode three? But you can see a lot of things building up. Like he said, he was going to get a girl. He was going to give, uh, what's his friend? Leon, Leon's friend's ex a job. When Leon himself turned her down, you know, there's definitely going to be some conflict there. It's going to be some conflict between the uncle and the auntie. Um, Jerome and, and there's going to be some conflict there. It's definitely going to be a lot of conflict between him and Teddy because you already see now they're going back and forth. He He's trying to see where Franklin at. Franklin is definitely a lot smarter than he thought he was. You know, he figures really? things out. And, wow. He's the he's an expert at pivoting. Um, there has to be conflict between him and Leon because this, is a, this has been brewing ever since Ever since they've been in the streets, basically. Yeah. So yeah. It's, 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 it's hit a point now where, you know, he saved Leon's life. But we all know Leon would prefer not to be in that lifestyle if he if he could nah. get out. No. Nah. But we shall see. Yeah, and then you also got, um, you also got, you know, now I see, you know, he can't trust Gustavo, but then where where is Avi in all this? Because you see, Avi got a dude tied up, and he's dealing he's dealing mostly with Teddy, you know. But Avi still dealing with Franklin. Avi is still dealing with you know Jerome and, and Deontay because he now they're buying weapons directly from him, you know. Like, but then Teddy, Teddy and Avi, Teddy, you know, Avi is like, hey, where's my money, you know? And Teddy, like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get you that money, you know, because he they basically doing like, uh, you know, he's getting information. Obviously, getting information for Teddy, you know, by torturing people, you know, whatever yeah. else. So, yeah. you know, they gotta expand that relationship. But yeah, the last, like I said, man, it's, I definitely enjoy this show. It's definitely about to heat up. Um, hopefully, man, it's something I've been enjoying. Um. You know, and I was, you know, I definitely very critical of it overall, but it is great entertainment. You know, no I enjoy doubt, it. Man. No doubt. Yeah. But man, it's been good. We gave y'all the heat, man, on the Snowfall recap shows, man. Episode three, The Lion is the title of this one. Shows on FX. We gonna we gonna we gonna cover the whole season, man. Me and Coach. Terrence over here doing our thing. And until next time, man, peace, y'all. Peace.